Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's one to four. One to four. One, two, four. We yep. are on N. No, it's a geometric sequence. Oh. Uh, a factor of two, right? One, two, four. Oh, yeah. Eight. It was the geometric sequence that the England team followed for a spell. Do you remember that? I don't, but I, I'm amazed to hear it. Yeah, well, <laughs> what was the match before Germany? Were they Croatia? doing... Croatia... Two. They scored 1-0, one 1-1-0, nil, one, one nil, and then Germany 2-0, and then uh, Ukraine 4-0. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. They, so if they follow the geometric sequence, they would have beat Denmark 8-0. I see. Okay. So Which didn't quite happen. They're not the first ge- geometric sequence team. Yeah, I wonder. That would be an interesting statistic. And by interesting, I mean pointless. But <laughs> yeah. when when was what was the last tournament performance that achieved a geometric sequence in its scoring yeah it's also um a piece of information that straddles a very uneasy and thin line of people who love football and people who love mathematics yes yes which there are some is it also is it oh it's also the um is it also the two's exponential sequence right one to the power of yeah, 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 it is. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's binomial. Oh, no, it's not binomial. One more Binary. Two to the power of zero, two to the power of one, two to the power of two. Oh, one, yeah. two, four. There you go. Um, but look, we've already dedicated one episode of this podcast to um, binary arithmetic. And... and a different one to football. So, <laughs> that's fair and balanced by anyone's rules. Yeah, um, I think we, we have appealed... T- yeah, talking about binary football, I think we are appealing to every possible demographic. Yeah, yeah, I can. would agree with that. All In possible one fell worlds. Swoop. Yes. Are you still sick from football fever, Pierre? Uh, you're patient zero to me of uh, of football fever, Euros football fever. I want to study you and see how the interest abates over time. Oh, I, I'm already like in complete um, um, remission. Right, yeah. Have you, as has been observed with many um, new football devotees, moved on, followed the conversation onto the race debate in the UK? Um, I followed it. Uh huh. I haven't. I haven't joined it. <laughs> I followed it. Um, no, never join. No, never join. Never join. Never join in. Um, yeah. It's time to listen. That's what people say, isn't it? The culture wars are a casino, and the house always wins. The best yeah. strategy is not to play. That's my philosophy now. Yeah, I've seen... I've seen. Well, I mean, like, fundamentally, as long as people have a basic level of faith that you aren't a racist and you don't approve of racism, then you've already got what you want out of engaging in the debate if you're not directly involved. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, and I've yes. seen I've seen so many well-meaning but but poorly thought out attempts by especially sort of like artsy white folk to try and engage and end up making themselves look absolutely or terrible. <laughs> yeah, they engage in such a ham-fisted and sort of strange way that they end up seeming patronizing or you know. I'm Oh yes, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, and it's a real shame because you want to say to them, I mean, you know, God bless you for trying, but you know, on this occasion you really no one was worried about you. No, no one was worried about what we thought. I think being on the right side of history to um to to coin a phrase, it, it can give a person a false sense of security with regards to the the validity of their contribution yes to the debate and yeah. they can find themselves falling into traps because they're so convinced that they're they're right because they <laughs> fundamentally are you know if you're if you're against the racist abuse of england's players you're yeah you're right but that doesn't mean you can't misstep somewhere and make a tangential but incorrect point oh yeah and then and then you'll be one of those people who's like <laughs> you'll have this nightmare where you're like ter- looking behind you going but I'm one of the good guys as as you get kicked off the cliff or whatever <laughs> on Twitter yeah. for being a bad a bad one um, but well, yes that's the case you know just because you, you just because you won big at roulette doesn't mean you're going to not going to lose it all on craps this is it right yeah and I mean all the proof that you need that the entire debate is, is kind of ins- an, an insane casino is the fact that the government can just immediately change its mind about racism being bad and then everyone just mm-hmm. it's everyone just goes well, all right and it's just like kind of endless laser tag just nothing sticks yeah yeah nothing sticks um everyone knows what everyone else thinks and it's all just a big sort of chat big chat party big chat time <laughs> i mean this go- people don't give this government credit for just completely bossing the these sort of uh, battles, these online battles, the um, the ethical battles, the culture wars. Yeah, this government just fucking nails it, and people they do it so well. People don't think that they're winning. I think, but I th- they they can. Pretty Patel can deport a million people, and then <laughs> and then say, "Don't be racist to our players," and people go, "But you earlier you were like," and she can just keep quiet, hold her ground. And people can do fuck all. She just because she's a home. Because she's the home secretary. She just smirks. She just smirks. She's still the home secretary. She. I wonder if at one point Boris Johnson just sat down the people he cared about. Didn't tell Matt Han- Hancock the meeting was happening, <laughs> but sat to, sat down. Dominic Ra, Pretty Patel, Rishi Sunak, and said, oh, "You know what I found out is that if you um, well, if you uh, if you uh, well, if you just don't give a shit." Uh, nothing will happen. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, cool!" And they write it down on a on a notepad. But also, and then he, Matt Hancock wasn't told this. Well, no, he's and, and he, he said to them, "If you do that, I won't make you resign." Yes, I won't make you resign. It's totally up to you if you stay in the job or not. Yeah, there's no pressure coming from me. Yeah, I won't. I, I won't push you. I don't give a shit. That's what he said. He said, "I don't give a shit, a shit," and he jabbed his finger into each of their eyes. <laughs> With each word, I don't give a shit. Like, I, 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 I. I mean, all the worst stuff about him is already out there. That's his strength. He must be the first prime minister whose blackmail 
are articles he wrote <laughs> in public news in publicly available <laughs> yeah. papers. The, yeah, the, it's all already out there. It's but, genius. But it's the same as Donald Trump. It's what they call baked in. People have already baked in these flaws when they decided to vote for him. Yeah, it's not new information. So some of the Dominic Cummings stuff coming out is new information, and that might have an impact. Right. But by and large. I mean, you you say the government is bossing the culture war. They kind of are. I mean, they're they're not, they're not playing with any grace. You know, it's not like they're cunning. They're kind of enormous U-turns and going oh, bleh, and sort of yeah. But, but the that's fact the genius that, move, right? But to recognize just, that grace has no place in in the culture. But there are just no consequences. Is the point? Yeah. Because fundamentally, whatever they do, loads of voters don't want the opposite of it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want the opposite of it, then pointing it out, it doesn't do anything. It's like sort of going, well, uh, we'll keep pointing out that Churchill is an alcoholic. And it's like, well, A, people kind of quite seem to quite like the fact he's an alcoholic. And <laughs> B, um, they don't particularly specifically want someone who doesn't drink to be prime minister. So it doesn't matter. Right. Right. There's no opposite desire. Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. So in this case, there, there's no great public hunger for a government that is actively, um, what would the term be? Sort of actively righteous. Yeah, exactly. In public or a- actively righteous on social media or in the papers. Yeah, and 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 the government is doing loads of stuff that the kind of a lot of broad base of voters want, e.g., just sort of deport, deporting people the the way that um, you might just spray paintballs at a crowd. Just anyone that gets hit gets deported. Just mm. that kind of random en masse, um, and they like that. And it's to them, uh, to a lot of people, it's just a bonus that Pretty Patel is herself. The child of immigrants and is, you know, a person of color and so on. That's just like a, that sweetens the deal, you know. That just seals off. Yeah, criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in in, in Denmark, they're getting incredibly, incredibly harsh. And one of the main government ministers uh, is, I believe, the son of Ethiopian refugees, or was a refugee himself. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, that guy's even more immune than Priti Patel. Well, this is the thing. Like, immigrant communities don't like other immigrants coming in and taking up their like the the space they fought hard to get. But I don't know why people don't understand this. We people surprised. We want it. That's what they're saying to all we, the new immigrants. We want it. We want That's it. right. Yeah, we want it. There's nothing. There's nothing a successful immigrant family or like a successful uh, immigrant family likes to do more than pull up the ladder. It's it. Why would we want to do anything else? Yeah, Why would we do anything else? This is it, yeah. Okay, so it's it's Matthias Tesfaya. His f- uh, father was a, was a refugee. It's something like that. But yeah, I mean that that I mean even even Pretty Patel doesn't have that level of um, nominal bulletproofness. Hmm. Ethiopian refugee father, yeah, there you go. I mean, he can just say and do whatever he wants. He's like, <laughs> like he's well, yeah. he's like a pretty Patel is very powerful, but this guy's like super saiyan. <laughs> yeah, his hair's gone all blonde and golden <laughs> in the shape of a flame. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and he's hovering in the air. Yeah, it takes eleven episodes for him to deport just one person. <laughs> Loads of charging up his 
deportation <laughs> canon. But this is the uh, thing is that, you know, if you don't have an answer for the fact that, like, well, they, they he's, he's, for, he's, you know, who he is and he wants to do it. So there you go. Then we're back to arguing on the basis of the actual arguments and the values and so on, which is we haven't done yeah. for a while. And it's everyone's out of practice. And the government will often win because they don't seem to have any values beyond whatever gets them votes, which is why they keep winning. Oh, they're um, the, the Conservative Party are the most successful political party in history. And there's, yeah. it's because they, they're fucking chameleons. They'll be, what, they'll be whatever you want them to be. Yeah, yeah. They're like something from a sort of a holodeck. <laughs> yeah, the fucking Terminator. They'll, just, they'll, they'll turn into Mercury and then take the shape of whatever thing you want them to be. <laughs> just a low, a low tax sign, a big low tax sign made of shimmering Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, the Boris One Thousand aside, Phil, we should do a correspondence special to try and re yes. reattack our incredible pile of fantastic messages. I should also clarify for people confused as to why they can't hear um, sirens and guys going, I'm walking over here oh, yes, um, yeah. in the background, that I'm back from New York. I'm back uh, and quarantining. That's right. Land of Phil and Bud Pod. I'm back on Terra Britannia and it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating. Back Back into civilization. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some correspondence. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ring, letters, emails, phone Correspondence. We got ourselves a message from Greg. Greg um, ooh, uh, likes to. Oh no, that's a sex thing, Peg. <laughs> he could like to. Greg, the, Greg, Greg the Egg from Succession. There New series go. coming out. That's going to be good. Ooh. Do, you, do you watch Succession? I'm. I need to catch up. I need to catch up. Boom. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm very busy. Okay, I won't be annoying about it, but it's weird I'm to very, me. I'm very busy pouring sweat at the moment. That's my main. That's taking up a lot of time. It's taking up a lot of time at the moment. Yeah. Succession. That's what you're. Is, that's what you're up to right now. I am. A, <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm catching up with succession. Hang on, let me move this. <laughs> let me move this uh, microphone somewhere more. Season two of succession. Reasonable. Anyway, so the point is, dear Greg has caught in touch. Um, Greg, Greg the egg from succession. Greg the egg from succession. Uh, greetings, Phil and Pierre. Oh, bloody mic. Um, what follows is some horrendously formatted signage and graffiti slash tat for your viewing displeasure. Brief side note, my girlfriend isn't massively into podcasts or toilet humor, but I always save my favorite of the poo stories, excuse me, to share with her. Her looks of horror and cries of, oh no, and stop, are almost as funny as the stories themselves. Praise redacted, praise redacted, kind regards and Koji Greg. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Um, um, I'm glad that we can be a source of torment for your partner yes um so greg has sent us some pictures uh and this is the side of a car that's kind of been scribbled on with some sort of special drawing on your own car pen oh like a kind of gloop, like, a- like a kind of gloopy graffiti marker pen that can wash off no oh, okay um and what's supposed to be written is Let's all beat COVID for the children. Okay, yeah. Right, so that's on there. Um, But what has happened is that half that message is on the passenger door and half is on the kind of hatchback back bit. What, so it curves around? No, so... Oh, um, is it a two-door? It's a two-door. Ah, yep. Um... And so, in in, in other words, on one door it just says, let's beat the children. (laughs) <laughs> and because of the natural gap it does just look like the message is let's beat the children all covid for <laughs> let's beat the children for covid um yes exactly let's beat the children for covid make them weak enough uh, the next one is uh, a t-shirt, a sassy t-shirt that one might buy. Mm-hmm. And the message should say, I'm not saying I'm Wonder Woman, I'm just saying nobody has ever seen me and Wonder Woman in the same room together. Uh, I hate those. I hate those! Um, so I'm going to read this to you the way it looks, because it's arranged incredibly clumsily around a sort of half silhouette of Wonder Woman's head and logo. Okay. I'm not, I'm just nobody Wonder Woman in the same room Wonder Woman saying I'm saying me has and ever seen together. <laughs> that sounded like a recording of your voice played backwards. Yes, yes, it yep, yep, yep. I'm not, I'm just nobody Wonder Woman in the same room Wonder Woman <laughs> saying I'm just has me ever and seen together. <laughs> Um, why don't these why don't they have why don't these people have checks like just one check for someone to to pass it to a person who hasn't seen the t-shirt and go "Uh, can you read this does this make sense I feel like that's all they would have taken yeah and I feel like part of growing up is realizing that you actually don't want a very long t-shirt message because no no one will pick it up immediately, and you have to stand awkwardly with a kind of, uh, look on your face while they slowly read your t-shirt. <laughs> and have to, like, sort of go, oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> and then say, so is that just, a, is, will that be all, sir? You know. 
I, I forgot to say when I was at the Met Gallery in New York, from mm. which I've just returned, I there was a guy, just a normal guy, like middle-aged, balding guy, kind of tubby, just walking around, just looking at, just looking at uh, the uh, the exhibit, just normal guy, and okay. his T-shirt said, "I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look." Oh wow. But he was just just walking around like he wasn't wearing that T-shirt, and and, and in the it, Metropolitan Gallery of <laughs> I was Art. To say in an art gallery. <laughs> Do you think it's because he was going to go see the nudes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he's actually the. Um, he's the uh, what? What do you call someone who? He's the he's the curator. Yeah, curator. He's the the erotic erotica curator. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the front says, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look. And the back says, at your Rubenesques. <laughs> um, uh, I'll have a look at your Klimt. It's actually, that's pretty good, that's actually. That's pretty good. I'm not a gynecologist. I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look at your Klimt. Take a look at your Klimt. <laughs> <laughs> also available, I'm not a gynecologist, but I listen to Debussy. Very good. Yes, very good. Although Bussy is something else. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know how you would listen to a vagina, but... I mean, you can, of course. You could hear the sea. <laughs> um, the, next, the, ne- the next and final Greg uh, thing is quite... I've, it's a classic. I've seen it before. It's a, it's a sign painted on uh, two panels that are at a right angle, so like one flank of a square. Two signs that are painted. So it's a sign that's painted yep. on two panels that are at 90 degrees. To one another. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking... And is, is the text going down one and across the other? Uh, yeah, they're trying to use both at once, which is the mistake. Yep. Yeah. So what it should say is, just do it, nothing is impossible. But it just says, just do nothing, it is impossible. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if that could function as like a test, you know, like a glass half full, glass half empty kind of test. And the people mm. who see just do it, nothing is impossible, are optimists. But if you're a pessimist, you read, yeah, you read, it's impossible. It is impossible. <laughs> um. So, do, 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 thank you, Greg. Uh, Sh- Charlie gets in touch. Charlie, um, oh, Wally is a good Pixar film. No, yeah, it's very nice. Um, greetings, Bud Plugs. Very nice. I like Bud Plugs a lot. Can't believe it's taken this this long. <laughs> Bud Plugs. Bud Plugs is great. Um, but when it's hot, by the way, I keep walking around saying to myself, "Phil, Bud Pod, summer in the city." <laughs> That's what I've been doing this morning. That's funny. Um, So, Charlie gets in touch. Greetings, bud plugs. I've been listening to the podcast for a while now, and I'm Stacey Dooley style obsessed. (laughs) Um, I want a photo of Charlie holding her phone up (laughs) like it's a child taking a photo with our podcast, going obsessed. Um, my boyfriend sent me this tat he was suggested by the Facebook robots, and I knew I had to share it with you. Keep up the excellent work. Keep jilling it, Charlie. Very nice. Ah, Jack and Jill, of Jack course. Jack and Jill. Oh, Jill's for the ladies. Sorry, we've been, we've been leaving out 
the ladies this whole time. Keep jilling it. Keep jilling it, yeah. I feel... I wonder if that will take off. It's been around a few years now, the idea of jilling, Jack and jilling. Is that true? Yeah, I heard it a few years ago for the first time and thought it was clever, but it's never seemed to achieve market penetration, uh, if you pardon the pun. I suppose jilling it doesn't doesn't immediately... Is it, it's not immediately apparent where it's come from. Yes, and also... Um, I can't imagine enough scenarios where women are like, I'm going to go masturbate. And, and not only are bold enough to do that, and men, but when men are like, sorry, what? Going, oh, jilling, like Jackie. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, touch my <laughs> genitals, you know, sexually. It's an awkward ex- explanation moment, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's in- included some praise at the end, which I will send to you, Phil, which is very nice. Praise redacted. Ooh. Um but so is this this is one of those robot generated um shirts. Okay, yeah, yeah. I it's a these. classic robo shirt. So it says, "Yes, I am a spoiled girlfriend, but not yours." <laughs> I, I am the property of a freaking awesome boyfriend. He's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes. <laughs> what? This is all on one shirt. Chilling. Yeah, it goes on. He's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes, but he is a perfect <laughs> mixture of sweetheart and warrior. That's in a little box. Oh I love God. him, and he is my whole world. Mess with me, the beast. No, in- yeah, it's still going. Mess with me, the beast and him will awake, and they'll never find your body in tiny letters in brackets. Yes, he bought me this shirt. Jesus Christ! One of these. One of these. Yes, he one. It's a yes, he bought me this shirt shirt. Yes. Um, I hate yes, he bought me this shirt shirts. <laughs> I hate them. I hate these shirts. I can't believe they've managed to fix this. Only a robot could find space for that much text on one shirt. It's, it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a block of text. In, like, in order to vary it up, there's an insane combination of fonts and squares. And, um Phil, do you he's, think... Um, he, he scares me sometimes. What was that about? He yeah, he's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes. <laughs> it's just like a one enormous red flag, the shirt. Although, I mean, there are these couples out there who like to think that Harley Quinn and the Joker. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when we got, someone sent us that bedspread where it was like a sexy blonde boob lady being driven on a motorbike by a skeleton. <laughs> And it's like skeleton boyfriend, and and that's the dream boyfriend is angry skeleton boyfriend, toxic skeleton boyfriend. Um, do you, Phil? Do you think you're the perfect mix of sweetheart and warrior? Mm, I'm I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> I could probably do with more warrior sometimes. I feel okay. Uh, so I'm not the perfect mixture. No, I think I need a little bit more warrior. I I love to sit down on a Sunday evening. I put on ITV2 and I watch Sweetheart and Warrior solve murders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a classic odd couple. In a little a sweetheart and a warrior, they just they compliment each other, you know. What does the sweetheart do? He charms well, what, them. What does the sweetheart bring to the table? He's yeah, the good cop. People. He's the good cop. Of course, it's a classic good cop. It's classic. I think wearing one of these shirts, whether you're a man or a woman, should count as like, you know, in bars where they go, if you feel uncomfortable, just say to the barman, I want to talk to Clive or whatever. And then they, <laughs> they like call you a cab or call the cops or. Yeah. 
if you wear one of these hoodies, like, uh, he's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes, but he's a beast and a warrior and he'll kill you. <laughs> you just I've, always the wonder- police. I've always wondered about that, like, if you need help, ask for, ask for Clive. It's like, what if there is a Clive working? If they hire a Clive at the bar, do they have to change the sign? <laughs> yeah. Or do they have to? Does Clive not get the job? Or do you have to pick a niche enough name? But then the trouble is yeah. that it's too obvious if the if 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 someone goes to the bar and says, "Can I speak to Cornelius?" <laughs> then the horrible well, depends, person. Depends that what with. the pub is. I mean, if it's in if it's in Highbury and Islington. You know that they could that's be quite a, believable, yeah. right? Yeah, if it's in if it's in Hackney Wick, there could be a Cornelius. There could be Hackney, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, um, yeah. Those shirts are, are are chilling. The robots are not quite that smart yet. Um, yeah, thank God, we've got a few years yet. We've got a few years yet. Um, uh, some more interesting stuff from David. Is it David? David, hey, David. Hey, David. Uh, the uh, the subject line is quite good. The old one two colon tat and praise. <laughs> tat and praise. <laughs> the old one two. <laughs> I like that. Um, David says, "Dear chunks, splashity, and the brown pants kid." Okay, so that's that's what Cassidy Butch Cassidy Butch so Cassidy chunks splashity chunks splashity. And, the, and the, the Sundance kid, the brown pants kid. Yeah, 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 I'll take Sundance, it. Sundance, brown pants. Brown pants, Sundance. Um, just want to say he loves the podcast. Uh, he never really got podcast, but Bud Pod changed that. Um, however, mm. you've, you thoroughly ruined the most recent season of Bake Off, as and now I'm incapable of watching without thinking, hmm, this cake's a bit dildo. <laughs> 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 What's that a reference to? <laughs> was that sketch we did about the shitty innuendos. Oh, I don't remember. This. We were making fun of, but you were on extra slice or something. Yeah, and it was all like oh. people tittering at soggy bottoms and all that. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. saying of oh, people just like, oh, this this icing's a bit cum. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yelling it. There's- Oh gosh! Oh, that just reminded me of the the a sketch from the new series of I think you should leave. Mm. When he's in the 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 haunted house. Yeah, <laughs> I think that you were saying that one really really got you, didn't it? That one really got me. If um, anyone hasn't seen, I think you should leave on Netflix. You got to. Yeah. If 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 you like this crap, it's true. Uh, you will love. I think you should leave. It's that's so true. Funny. I think that's fair. Um, was it the, was it the bit where he's sort of crying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's sort of just, yeah. Crossed. I won't spoil it. Wires so got funny. crossed. Yeah. Um, and David says some more lovely things about my 2018 Edinburgh show and also the fact that, and this is from a while ago, but I do remember this. I sent him a, a video birthday message. Ah. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, so... Uh, he says, please uh, find attached some social media dog tat for you to burn your eyes on. <laughs> um, and it is, and it is very cringeworthy. It was the, when Biden got into the White House, they released a statement from the first, the from the dogs. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And it just says mm-hmm. woof, 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 loads. Ugh. And it ends in a woof. And it's, Hair Force One. Is that a cute name for the president's dog? 
Yes. Airfo- yes, nice. Uh, mm. The Oval Porphyse. <laughs> that's that's on the thing. That's on the statement. No, is it? Yeah, but it, it, it's at the Oval Porphyse, but it only works in an American accent. Parfus, Arfus, Parfus. Of course, yeah. Um, really gross. And there's a translation from all the woofing. All oh, the, all, no. Translation from canine. We love it here at the White House. All the humans are petting us and giving us nom-noms. No, that's yeah. not come... No. Yeah. Which account? That's come off the the official President's Dog's Twitter account. Yeah. Earlier we Bring took, back Trump, actually. Bring back Trump. Yeah, bring I him think. back. All is forgiven. I think let's bring back Trump. Yeah. I think nothing Trump did was worse than that. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Earlier we took a nap on the couch in the Oval Parfus, our new workplace. Our schedule for tomorrow includes an in-depth examination of the West Wing and multiple digging sessions in the Rose Garden in order to expedite renovations to t- return it to its former glory. I wonder which fucking psychopath intern got lumped with this job. I'm like the, what, Some kid who just wants to yeah. be in the seat of power in the United <laughs> States and now has to run the dog's Twitter account. This it's also such a stupid thing to have. There's nothing to gain from having a dog's Twitter account, and it's just one more possible um, uh, platform to say something offensive on by accident. It's also just uh, release this if you must. But the the, the only the, the, I think the funniest version of this would have just been woofs. Yeah. No translation, or just with a single woof on it, like it printed on a really important looking because piece of paper. That's quite funny. Yeah, dogs don't go. <laughs> That's not a sentence to dogs. Yeah. Otherwise, they just can go, you imagine. Woof! Can you imagine how deafening it would be to own more than one dog? <laughs> if they were essentially screaming at each other. I wonder where Woof isn't the best of the uh, animal onomatopoeias. No, Woof's pretty shit, to be honest. I mean, sometimes dogs kind of go, but it's not like their main noise. No, I agree. It's you know what? It's a this whole thing is a piece of shit, and um, I don't like it. Uh, Dave ends his email. Rub your genitals until you come, which is very nice. Break it down. Back to basics. Postmodern. Just Postmodern bud pod. Just say what we mean. Deconstruct bud pod. What If you were charged, Pierre, like blank canvas, the dog has just been discovered and the English language is in its nascent days. You yeah. are tasked with coming up with the word, the English word for the sound a dog makes. Ooh, From okay. your experience of dogs, what are you writing down? I mean, I uh, I mean, rough is better than woof, isn't it? But you already right. You know about rough, though. Oh, I already know about rough. Just from first. Well, I mean, you now know about rough, right? Is it? I is would it say, affecting your. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I would. I would go for like R R U H. Rough. Because <laughs> they don't have lips. Yeah. So the idea. Well, they do have lips, good. but not like us. The idea of a dog going woof and then being able to make an F. You imagine how yeah. a dog's face would have to move to even be able to do that. It'd be horrible. If your dog went woof, you'd freak the fuck out. You'd, be like, ah! <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd think he was doing it sarcastically. Woof. 
<laughs> woof. Is this what you want? Woof, woof. Idiot. Like, it'd be contemptuous. Bark, bark. Yeah. I might, mine would be similar to you. Mine would be row. I think so. Like, R O A H, I think I'd go. Oh, interesting. Rah. Rah. Yeah, rah. yeah rah. that's good. See, I think this is better than Woof. I think, yeah. I think that can be... Okay, so our two campaigns now are replace Woof with one of those and anti-murder. Yeah, we're the only anti-murder and uh, change... Uh, reform Woof <laughs> campaign. Yeah. We're, woof, we're Woof reformists. We're, we're Woof reformists, that's right. We take a reformist view of Woof. <laughs> But we do not take a reformer's view of murder. No more. No, no. There's nothing to reform except the fact that some people still get murdered. That's right. And I say stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, relevantly to uh, an email that we read out the other day, Howard gets in touch. Howard. 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 Howard, you don't get many Howards. You don't get a lot of Howards. I quite like Howie as, as well. As an abbreviation, Howie. Howie. Yeah, Howie's cool. It's a cool name, I think, Howard. Yeah, it's very, it's sort of 50s. It's very Happy Days. In fact, mm. I think there is a Howie in Happy Days, is there? Pro- probo. Probably. Probably. Uh, dear Butt Pluggers. So it's, it's close to Butt, oh, butt Plug. Close. Wow. Two so in what? They've all come at once. You, yeah. They're like buses, a Butt Plug reference <laughs> in Butt Pod. Yeah. He's described us as P, yeah. And fill your pants. P. All right. So urinate. Yes. Yeah. I'm going. I'm. I'm saying urination. Yeah. Hooray! And you'll fill your pants. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, historian and longtime listener here. Love the podcast. It really is praise redacted. And oh, nice. the ease with which you effortlessly switch from serious political discussions to stories about people cacking themselves is a joy to behold. Well, it's certainly the the episode for that. Yeah. 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 One of those weeks. Um, he said, I wanted to write in for ages, but couldn't think of anything to talk about until the other day when I had an epiphany. <laughs> um, uh, so the story is more of a poo-moi, a poo-memoir, about my brother. <laughs> okay, but not, not, not to be confused with a poo-noir, which is an old American <laughs> movie in which they must find out who did the poo. Yeah, it's a really it's black and white. gritty, uh, dark poo It's a, it's yeah. a poo-noir. <laughs> yeah it's really yeah this is very influenced by Pooh Noir yeah 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 you know you've got the damsel coming in upset that someone's done a huge poo <laughs> trying to get the detective to fall for her and um, so Howard says you see when he was younger around five my brother suffered terribly with his guts Oh, no. He'd get badly bunged up for several days, sometimes lasting up to a week. And then when he finally went, he really went. God. Okay. Imagine, if you will, a turd several inches in diameter and the size of a brick almost. I don't want to, but I'll have to. A turdzilla. A small tapered log, he's saying. I recall literally, I recall wondering at the time how such a huge thing could come out of such a small boy. Dat, as Mm. they say, got a hurt. (laughs) 
Um, now, as you can imagine, these beauties simply wouldn't flush. No siree. No amount of water was going to shift these anacondas sitting nonchalantly at the bottom of the bowl. God, po- poking defiantly out of the water. So Dad had the pleasure of breaking them up with a metal coat hanger. God, I mean, it's not the first time we've heard on this podcast about people well, yeah. having to break up their the huge logs. The, the last woman was a, was a medical professional, for goodness sake. Yeah. It was their mum. So there's obviously no better solution. If a are, medical professional is doing the same. Are there people out there who just have naturally flappy bums? Flappy flappy wide bum holes that can take this sort of uh, terrible strain? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess there are just some elastic bum holes. You know how there are some people who like can pull their cheeks really far? They have hyperelasticity, right? That's what they're called? Yes, yeah, yeah. Or like they can pull the neck skin out really far. It must, it must be those people whose anuses can also do the same thing. Yeah, and they walk among us. Yeah. As a party trick, they could, if they wanted to, bend over and pull open their anuses like, huh, see? <laughs> and people go, whoa. Whoa. Wow. People gathering round, kind of looking in. Yeah. Whoa, like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe you start a career as some kind of, like, um, you could get into very extreme pornography, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Fondly remembering uh, my brother's episodes got me wondering about what other weapon of choice podbirds might use to break up their floaters. Well, we know the terrible knife, the poo knife, the that knife, got in yeah. mixed in with everything. The dad put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, my wife. Knife coat hanger. Yeah. My wife, he says, a self-confessed every three to four day pooer, is when she finally strikes gold, partial to a wooden baking skewer. Jesus, what is wrong with people? Yeah. You you know what? You go through life thinking, I am the exception to a civilized, sensible world. <laughs> it is I who must correct for my mistakes and i'm who must look out for when i deviate from the norm yeah and it turns out everyone else is, a, is fucking nuts <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you spend your whole life thinking i am the lunatic hiding in the mob yeah no nope, not nope. at all not even close nowhere near nowhere near it turns out um but thank you howard that is enlightening I'm Very. suddenly thinking maybe we should take on to Dragon's Den a dedicated uh, poo breaker. Yeah. There's obviously a market for it, and people are having to improvise with household objects. Well, I, I know someone who has... Um, oh, no, is there someone... I know someone whose sister... They live in a, they live in a, a basement flat, so you can't... But it's such a it's such a basement flat that the toilet kind of... It has to like go up, you know. It has to be like a vacuum toilet. Ah, oh. um, and they have to. If you do that, if if you have that, and it just goes to like a tank or something, you have to have a macerator, which is yeah, just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. turd blender. Yeah, there's a macerator in the house I'm staying, I'm staying in right now. Yeah, turd yeah, it's, it's blender. Weird. Makes... <laughs> Mash the log, the log that you had to pass out of your ass. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Out of your ass. 
so what we're we're pitching a kind of like um like that monster in the desert from Star Wars, like just little teeth in a bowl. Yeah. What was that thing called? The Scrollax, the Gravlax, the Grolax? Something like that. Yeah. The the, the naughty The naughty boy. The big, the Gralax. The big mouse. Was that it? Something like that. Something, Something like that. Like um, very, very, very funny prank potential as well. If someone's just done a huge shit and you you, you turn on the 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 blender when their ass is still on the bowl, <laughs> fire it upwards. Uh, all over. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a strange sensation using a, a toilet with a macerator. A, put, I, I a, put, a, a I putri just... bullet. Putri bullet, of course. Well done, well done. A putri bullet. Yeah. Um, a a, a pood processor. No, no, no. A pood processor. Yes, very nice. Um, but yeah, I I I just can't help thinking of the blades. I just picture the blades when the macerator starts going. I just imagine those blades going dutifully mashing up yeah. shit. Yeah, day and it's, in, day out. T- for for me, the thing that grosses me out weirdly is like I'd find it almost less gross and a bit agricultural if it was just poo. But it's the fact that it's all like toilet roll being like mm. dealt with as well as sort of somehow makes it more horrible to me. I'm not sure why that is. Um, because it kind of get like tangled up. You mean? Yeah, wet. The idea of it getting all tangled up. New roll. Like, um, yeah. Joe gets in touch and says dearest pooperonies praise redacted um have listened through almost twice already bloody hell joe wow well done thank you okay thank you um he says gonna keep this one short and sweet i've been going about my day of laying low due to corona and all that meals i had video games played but as bedtime rolled around something strange occurred to me i had not had my daily poo which in hindsight is why that day might have felt very off as was our ritual, my fiancé and I listened to a Bud Pod episode right before bed, so we dreamed sweetly of hilarity and, of course, poos. Um, oh. We were listening to a correspondence special, and the stories were rife with tales of poo and shittery. I love that novel, Tales of Poo and Shittery. <laughs> Dickens' best, I think. Heroic. Uh, un- novel. Underrated. <laughs> yeah. Please, sir, may I have a poo? That was the big line. <laughs> and then the guy goes, A poo? A poo? Because uh, <laughs> you weren't supposed to go to the toilet in Victorian times. <laughs> boy for sale. Pooing boy for sale. That's what he said. It rang a big bell. Um, so, before you knew it, my lower stomach made noise with such ferocity that even my fiancé was concerned, and luckily I was able to scurl, scurry to the toilet with a good luck from them as I waddled through the door. Uh, your soothing podcast took form of an audible laxative, and I couldn't have been more pleased. Koji forever and always, Joe. Another example. Not, not the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the first. Not the first example of our laxative effect. And uh, I, it's um, it's a chilling bud pod power. getting Britain moving. <laughs> bud lax. <laughs> lax pod. Laxapod. Laxapod. That's right. Um. That's right. It's, I wonder. I wonder if there's something about the way we record this that in, in, inherently has a, some sort of brown note. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just like. Maybe it's just suggestion, right? Maybe it's just the art of suggestion. It's like we're Darren Darren Browning, very Browning. We're <laughs> Darren, Darren Browning, everyone. We're Browning, everyone, like Darren. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe we are. Bloody hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we will end on a fairly long story from... What's he signed off as? Paul. 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 Um, Paul the Tall. Paul the Tall. Um, he says, uh, sorry for any spelling mistakes as I'm dyslexic. Howdy. 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 Uh, I'm a relatively new listener. I can't say your podcast has changed my life, but it's definitely added some extra spice. (laughs) (laughs) Entirely fair. Yeah. Listening to the many stories of fellow listeners' pootastrophes has given me the courage to share my story. I know this ain't your first rodeo, so buckle up, cowboys. Mm -hmm. He's sticking with Howdy. He's really sticking with the Wild West theme here, yeah? and you gotta, you got to appreciate his consistency. That's right. Uh, we go back to 2013. Uh, in this story, uh, uh, Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines was UK number one, and Brexit was still a breakfast cereal. Oh, heady days, heady days. There were Blurred Lines, but not those lines between the UK and continental Europe. Those lines were clear, <laughs> defined... And for the most part, worked. Yes. Uh, and he says, alongside thousands of other 18-year-olds across the UK, I was apprehensively sitting my A-levels. Ah, it was good time, luck. Yeah. It was time for my finals, my final piece of work in secondary school, the final time I would sniff the stagnant air as I walked around the, hallo- the hallowed corridors of my school. Um, on the morning of the exam, I felt... Uh, this is his geography exam he specified in the uh, subject. Mm-hmm. On the morning of the exam, I felt a slight rumble in my stomach, but I put it down to nerves. Later, as I walked to school, the rumbling grew into a cacophony of unpleasant gargles and churning. Mm. I had no time to turn back and convinced myself it would settle down. How wrong I was. By the time I walked into the exam hall, a cramp I can only describe as a contraction had taken hold. (laughs) Contraction. It was so bad I could hardly stand up straight. His anus is dilating. (laughs) (laughs) He's crowning. We want this poo to be all natural. (laughs) Going to do it in a paddling pool. Ah, a water poo. A water poo. Did you know they can swim? (laughs) When they come out first? That's why they had to change the Nirvana album cover. It was just a, a poo and a dollar bill on a hook. Yeah. It was too grungy. It's too grunge. It was too grunge. They wanted to appeal to some of the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Even they had their limits. Yeah. Um, he says, I know what you're thinking. Why didn't you just go to the toilet, you fool? Mm. Well, he says, I went to an all-boys school. It was a miracle on biblical levels if you found a lav with a seat that hadn't been ripped out by a hormonal gorilla boy. <laughs> no doors had locks they had all been destroyed years before my time bog roll was robbed and used for mischief before it had ever even reached the dispenser it's mad that you start your life having to use the worst toilets you will ever encounter yeah it's a real um, it, yeah it, it, the level of difficulty really decreases over time it really really does they don't tell you that <laughs> They tell you about the things to, to to be afraid of in adulthood, but they never tell you the toilets get better. 
they never tell you that if you as an adult were in a normal public toilets and a bunch of other adults tried to sort of burst in and harass you while you were shitting, it would be a crime. It's really extraordinary what children have to go through that adults don't. (laughs) It's really amazing. We didn't talk about it enough. They can't even shit in peace. (laughs) It's such a low bar. Uh. Um, So, in short, the school toilets were for weeing, normally on the floor, smoking, and the occasional fight. Mm. Yep. I got about three pages into the exam when the sweats began. The contractions were getting worse and more frequent. I knew it was only a matter of time before the devil's broth rampaged from my backside. (laughs) <laughs> I was, I was now locked in a battle of wills with Beelzebub himself. Very good. Ba- Bowelzebub. Bowel. Bowelzebub. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Um. I never got past the halfway point of my geography exam. How could I? Oh, no. My brain was fully focused on the war that was raging within me. It was like when Voldemort and Harry Potter's wands connect in the Goblet of Fire. I don't know the reference, but I can imagine it. The, the two beams kind of shoot into each other in this like, oh, kind of okay. light laser fight. Oh, okay. Um, the screams of my long-lost ancestors willing me not to let go. <laughs> I could not shame the family name by becoming the boy to do a real-life will from the in-betweeners. Hell yeah, I remember that episode. After what felt like a life sentence of agony somewhere in the periphery of my focus, I noticed the examiners collecting our papers. I had won the battle, but was far from winning the war. As soon as the examiner opened her mouth to dismiss us, I set off like there was a bomb under my desk. I burst through the hall doors, (laughs) to the astonishment of my teacher, who was waiting outside to see how we did. The last she ever saw of me was a sweating mess running at full pelt, doubled over, (laughs) holding my stomach like I'd been shot. Wow, must have been hard. Must have been a hard exam. That's what the the teacher says. Yeah, oh, he didn't and do well. Applause. I somehow made it to the school gates. I felt like a gazelle who's been chased out of the pack by a lion. The it school was gates? Yeah. So he's not even trying the school toilets? No, he's not even risking it. Wow. I knew I could never reach the safety of home before the eruption. It was coming Fucking and there hell. was no escape. Fucking hell. Hmm. I scrambled across the road, narrowly uh, avoiding a car. I ran up a car. <laughs> I ran up a cut-through path that also led to a <laughs> like church. Like an action film. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like sliding up the bonnet as it barely like... <laughs> hey, watch it! Sorry! Oh, oh. Is leaving a skid mark on the hood as he yeah, slides just, over it. Just, yeah, as he slides over it like a, like a cool cop. Just, <laughs> just across the bonnet. Um... <laughs> Um, I scrambled across the road, narrowly avoiding a car. I ran up a cut-through path that also led to a church and a house that I can only presume was the vicar's. So there's a kind of cut-through path that leads to the school. I dived behind a bush, but it only partially hid me from sight. I had only just got my trousers down before a hot stream of misery ejected itself. It was brutal. Such power and velocity, I was surprised it didn't start to hover like a Harrier jump jet. (laughs) Oh, I love the reference to the Harrier jump jet. We don't talk about the Harrier jump jet enough. We don't, and it, you know, triumph of British engineering. A, a triumph, and they and they scrapped it, and it's one of the few sort of fighter planes that even the Americans uh, used and bought from us. Yeah, there's an episode of The Simpsons where they're like, the the pride of the American Air Force, the British made Harrier jump jet. Yeah, yes. 
Yes. Yeah, and then they just scrap them. Oh. Uh, oh. Fools. Yeah. Probably. Um, I'm happy to tell you that as far as I'm aware, no one witnessed what happened that day. Once it was over, I used my geography revision notes to clean myself up. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. that's one way to celebrate. Usually yeah. people just throw it in a, their notes in a big fire, but I guess Poetic. covering it in shit is another, yeah. another option. Uh, it was the only thing I had to use at the time, and I was careful to make sure my name wasn't on any of the paper I used. For <laughs> Uh, as I did a walk of shame to home, a cunning plan popped into my head. Oh, yeah. Mm. I put a status on Facebook and Twitter that said the following. Some dirty bastard has shat all over the cut-through path across the road from school. No way. <gasps> a false wow. flag. Wow. Wow. I spent he... the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. He who shat it post... He... No, he who posted it um shat it he who oh, i've got no he, he who uploaded it unloaded it yeah that's good that's good we'll, yeah, do. we'll work with that yep i spent the rest of the day laughing to myself as fellow students commented under my post about how they came across it on the way home <laughs> i mean that's actually yeah that is smart that is smart he's <laughs> like a serial killer that is smart hiding in plain sight who would do such a thing? I replied to them with a smile on my face. Oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yes, who would ever do something like that? Well, even if he failed his geography exam, he picked up a much more useful skill. Lying. The skill of lying. Lies. Um, he says he failed at the end. P.S. So the exam, you won't be surprised to know that I failed. Oh, well, at least I got a story to horrify people with instead. Oh, he failed. Oh, no. And, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. That's a shame. Well, it's, uh, it's a shame, Paul, but at least you have learned how to avoid blame for things. And that's all you need to uh, get to the point where you're, you're actually running the country, Phil. Yeah. Yeah, these days. All, all you need... I really, I, I want to, at some point, because that voice is so perfect, we've got to organize, I feel like we should all just pay Adam Buxton royalties for it. It's so good, perfect. <laughs> it's so perfect. <laughs> so sort of a drive time uh, DJ um, satire. <laughs> Public figure, slightly charming, mostly tedious, uh, colorful shirt. <laughs> it's so good. Buckles, if you're listening, and I know you're not, um, I'll buy you a, I'll buy you an enormous Greek lunch <laughs> in exchange for it, in exchange for our our renting of it because it's just it's so, so good. Um, oh, I have some shit to plug. Oh, plug away, um, dear listeners. I am doing how many nights am I doing? One, two, three, four, five nights at the Camden Fringe in the first week of August. Third to the 7th of August at the Camden Fringe, Camden Comedy Club. Um, come along and see. It is not the same show uh, that was at Soho. It will be a new and worse show. It'll still be Exciting. good. Exciting. But it'll uh, be very new and COVID fresh. Third to 7th. Third to the 7th, Camden Fringe. I will try to come. Please. Please. And then... um. I will be dipping my toe, Phil, in the what remains of the Edinburgh Fringe. 
Oh, interesting. You're going to Edinburgh. Well, for the 13th to the 19th, I'll be at Monkey Barrel at, I think, 6 p.m. But yeah, Monkey Barrel in the Edinburgh. For any Edinburgh listeners, fringe people, that's Brilliant. where I'll be doing a few nights of whatever it is that I do now. Interesting. We yeah. haven't even spoken about Freedom Day. Oh, Freedom Day. Oh, Gosh. Freedom Day. It was the same as every other day for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I didn't really notice much difference. People were still wearing masks. Most private businesses have just gone, well, we'll just put up a sign saying we want masks then. And they just have done that. Oh, okay. Essentially, it was just yeah. the government being able to tell backbenchers, well, we didn't ask them to. Private business can do what it wants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. So that's some... I brought, I brought my second jab forward, which you oh. can do, by the way, if you're young, yes. youngish like me. I did that too. When's your second one? It was going to be like mid-August, and I've brought it up to the 29th of July. You're kidding. That's so soon. Yeah, next next Thursday, baby. God damn it. I brought mine forward, but only I could only get us uh, the 6th of August. Just there'll be there'll be pop up places you can just go down. But I got Moderna and it's a bit niche. Oh, it is a bit niche. It is yeah. a bit niche. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll just do it on okay. the sixth. I'll just do it. When was your first? And what gap will that be? Uh, I don't know. Quite a long gap. I'm I'm, a, I'm obsessed with people's gaps right now. <laughs> oi, 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 oi. <laughs> um, it'll be. Uh, eight weeks, the minimum. Okay. Well, according to one of the vaccination scientists that yeah. I read, that is the sweet spot. Oh, great. Well, I mean, I also had it last year, so I'm I'm getting tripled, if anything. Yeah, you're going. You're going to be very immune. I'm going to be more powerful than you people could possibly imagine. <laughs> um. Well, get jabbed, listeners, or get your shots if you're American. Jab it up. Jab it up. (laughs) Okay, everyone, keep jilling it. Keep jilling it, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.